Welcome to Unfiltered Studios, your one-stop destination for a diverse range of podcasts that cater to every interest. Join St. Joe on Nailed It as he explores the fascinating times of the 80s and 90s. Find solace in the advice of a mother on Petals of Support. Dive deep into intriguing interviews on The Sleevy G Show. Catch up with the latest in sports on Unfiltered Sports Weekly. Connect with your spiritual side on Finding Your Way. Achieve mental wellness with hypno-wellness. Never forget the history of everyday items with The Stupid History Minute. Understand how we've become the people we are today on How to Be Less of an Asshole and gather with fellow movie enthusiasts on Movie Lovers Unite. Your journey into the world of podcasts begins here at Unfiltered Studios. Subscribe now and join the podcasting revolution. Unfiltered Studios, where every voice finds its place. Visit unfpod.com for more information. And hello, movie lovers. So today, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a catching up episode. For instance, I ended up reading the new Stephen King book, Polly. I also went on ahead and I played about eight or nine hours of Ghost of Tsushima, which came out in 2020. But yeah, then I, I ended up watching Gran Turismo. And I also uh, winded up watching Rebel Moon over the weekend. But I'm going to end up explaining to you why I wasn't here and everything. And also, too, I want to also tell you, tell you this. I just want to thank Rossi for holding down the fort actually putting out some episodes and stuff like that. I do appreciate that, Rossi, so much. And thank you for everybody at the Unfiltered Studios uh, Studio Podcast. We're growing over there. We have a great podcast um, selection of podcasts that people are joining now. So go on ahead, check out the family of Unfiltered Studios. So as I mentioned, I took some time off and, you know, I ended up finding out that my dad passed away with having Alzheimer's and cancer. And in 2016 and 17, he got diagnosed. Between that time, he ended up getting diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And then in 2022 or 21, I can't remember because of how fuzzy everything actually is right now, but he was diagnosed with lung cancer and he winded up passing away last Friday. So I wasn't able to um, be on the show or anything, but I'm so thankful for Rossi for being able to hold down the fort while I dealt with those things. And also too, I want to mention this as well. Um, I actually had strep throat when I was trying to take care of my dad and everything, and I wasn't able to get to my dad at the Pacific time that I was going to um, take care of him. So I ended up, winded up just playing Ghost of Ch- Chiyoshima for like eight or nine hours. But we're going to get to that in a few minutes. But I want to break down this, okay? So I ended up reading Holly, which is a new Stephen King book that came out in last September, and I really enjoy it. If you guys don't know who Holly is, she got introduced into the Mr. Mercedes series, and then she winded up being in The Outsider. She was also in the If It Bleeds uh, short stories and things like that. So it's really cool to actually see her have her own novel now, and she's also a PI and trying to solve this missing persons case. It is really good. And as a matter of fact, it actually starts out in two, July of 2021, amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. Fiber investigator Holly Gibney mourns the death of her mother, with whom she had a complicated and strained relationship. Despite taking a break from work, Holly is contacted by Penelope Dial, who, whose daughter Bonnie disappeared earlier that month. So the thing that I liked about this book is the fact that it goes into this whole entire missing persons case, and you're wondering how this missing per- persons case of Bonnie is connected in with the other missing persons case from back 
back in 2000 and maybe 11, 12, and then on all the way to like 2019 or maybe even up to 2021. But still, it get I really like that whole entire thing where I can actually flip back and like, oh yeah, okay, I remember when this person got captured and therefore you can like, okay, so that's connected to everything with Bonnie and stuff like that. And you're wondering, is Holly going to even be able to solve this case or anything like that too? So I like that whole entire th deal. Then after that, it also breaks into the serial killer's POV as well, which I thought was very interesting on how Stephen King played off the narrative of that, even though he did that with the Mr. Mercedes um, book itself because of Ray Hartfield. So that's kind of interesting on how they played off the narrative of the serial killers. And I'm not going to get into who the serial killers are or anything like that, but it's dealing with cannibalism as well uh, with these um, with some, the serial killers do but it goes into a little bit more of a deeper thing too and this book is suspenseful this book is fun to read you're on this mystery case with Holly you feel for Holly when you think it's going to go one way it goes a complete opposite for instance um, with the, uh, Tyrone I think that's actually the brother's name but and then he also has a sister but when you think that it's, it's going to play out where the sister might end up being captured by these serial killers it actually plays out in a different way that I thought was really cool of like, okay, so you let this girl go through a lot of trauma in the other books, but you gave her a little bit of breathing room to be where you can just let her breathe a little bit and be her own self in a sense to where we don't, where you're not as worried about her as you would compared to all the other times. So I definitely like how we take a break and let her breathe a little bit and just um dealing with her passions of being a poet and things like that. So I definitely like that stuff. And the this book works for me and I wish that I hope that they turn this into like a mini series or something for Netflix or something because I'm all for another Stephen King adaptation and like I said Holly to me is one of my favorite characters in this within the Mr. Mercedes series and I also want to mention this though too she's a huge movie buff as well so she's basically you know she's basically has that whole entire thing where she's passionate about film she loves watching movies and things like that so it's very relatable to people who love pop culture stuff and also people who love watching movies too so i just want to point that out there but yeah i ended up reading holly and i definitely have to say go in and pick this up where you guys get your books because you're not going to be disappointed with that book so yeah and i, I even thought that the ending was actually really good too about how stephen king wraps it up sometimes his endings are not as good as i want them to be or whatever but with this one I have to say it was really good it was a nice little sweet bow at the very end of the book i enjoyed it so another thing i want to mention is this so during the time that my dad um when my family needed me and everything i wanted up playing ghost of tiyashima and i heard great things about ghost of tiyashima and about how the fact that this is an open world this is dealing with Japanese culture. You're also playing a samurai and things like that. I'm a huge, here's the thing. I'm a huge nerd when it comes down to Japanese culture and things like that too. And also too, I love samurai type of stuff as well. And this was right up my alley. And in case anybody doesn't know, this movie came out, this, not this movie, but this video game came out in 2008. I'm mean, here I am in 2024 playing this game and I'm fell in love with this. And what I like about this the most is the fact that you're playing this character named Jin and Jin must choose between following the warrior code to fight honorably or using a practical but dishonorable methods by repelling the mongols with minimal casualties the game features a large open world like i mentioned which can ex be explored either on foot or horseback when facing enemies player can choose to engage in direct 
confrontation using Jin's Tana or to become legendary warrior known as the Ghost by using stealth tactics and assassinate opponents. So I also like the fact as well, like when you first get in introduced to Jin, you're basically trying to rescue his uncle and you get tossed over the bridge because of this emperor. So now you're having to do a revenge story while also trying to be a ghost and try not to and try to be honorable to how your uncle taught you the code of being a samurai and things like that too. And I really have to say it was really good. And you can even like like the narrative actually says you can choose what path you go on. It has like this telltale type of vibe to where you can choose what the character does and i really i fell in love with this this is actually a fantastic game even playing in 2024 the graphics look really um then you're also trying to also assemble a team of other people to try and take down this um emperor so that way you can have your village back to where everybody will be a strong unit together so jen is over there searching for different people to take down this emperor and also save his uncle so i like the fact as a revenge story i like the fact that you go into this world and you're just sucked into it and you're exploring this whole entire world for eight or nine hours collecting different things to make your armor as well so that was something else I liked was collecting the armor to uh, collecting things to make the armor. But I still haven't finished playing this game yet. And when I think that I'm done finishing it and everything, I'm not. And I'm happy that I'm not because I always have a habit of rushing a video game, stuff like that. This one, I just want to take my time, even though I played eight or nine hours. And I'm saying I want to take my time. Bottom line is this. I want to just enjoy this game for what it is and take in the Japanese culture, take in everything and explore this world. And I and get this. This is the first time that I'm actually playing a game where I love playing the side quest more than I am playing the actual plot because I don't want this game to end. And it's rare for me to do this. So, yeah, this movie that not this movie, but this video game is definitely one that I recommend. I would love to see this be turned. Matter of fact, I think it might be. I think either I forgot what company might be turning this into a tv series or a movie or anything but it needs to be either prime and or netflix or someone needs to take this over and make this into a tv series not a two and a half hour movie this thing needs to be an actual tv series because trust me this is the way to do it i think max needs to pick it up or someone but goes to tiyashima definitely recommend you guys playing that if you guys haven't and also too if you're on the premium version of the PlayStation Network and everything, I it's free to play. So I definitely recommend that. So that's what I was doing. I was actually, I had strep throat. I was playing for eight or nine hours. I goes to Tikashima. I was also watching Holly, not watching Holly. I was actually reading Holly as well. So I was doing a lot <laughs> during the time that I was sick before I had to take care of my dad and everything. So that's a little bit of what I've been up to as far as that goes. So I did manage to watch a movie and I'm not a big race car person. Everybody can even ask, tell you that I'm not a NASCAR fan. I never bought a single uh, Gran Turismo video game or anything like that. I played the demo for the PS one back in the day and I played it and I liked it, but it wasn't one of those games. I'm like, I think I want to play a Gran Turismo game or anything for the rest of my life or buy a $60 game either. So I'm like, okay, I, I played the demo. I beat the demo. I don't need to play it anymore or anything like that. I was more obsessed with Middle Gear Solid, to be honest. With. But Gran Turismo, this movie was good. And I was actually surprised at how much I liked it, considering the fact that I'm not a NASCAR fan. I'm not a race car fan. I'm just a gamer. And in general, aside from a moviegoer and someone who loves watching movies, 
this I had a lot of fun just watching this watching these characters play out and wondering what's going to happen and you know I and this is also based on a true story this this is actually probably one of my favorite video game adaptations aside from The Last of Us which is really good whenever it comes down to the whole entire narrative of a TV series doing something right when it comes down to the details within the video games itself so what they did with gran turismo they did a really good job with it and i like i like the fact that it's a based on a true story we am following a pitch and this is actually based off of the fact that they're following a pitch by a marketing executive danny moore nismo the motorsport division of nissan and they're establishing the gt academy to recruit skilled players of the racing simulator gran uh, turismo and turn them into a real racing drivers danny recruits former driver turned mechanic jack salter to train the players which is also played by stranger things actor um i mean i'm, I'm just saying this this movie is fantastic david arbor plays the uh, mechanic a matter of fact and i have to say i had a lot of fun watching this i was actually surprised but uh but yeah i i I was actually surprised about how much I enjoyed this. And for the simple fact is you have this gamer who d does everything he can possibly do with the video game and, and adjusting tires, doing motors and things like that and hand-eye coordination. And then you have Orlando uh, Bloom playing Danny Moore, who's trying to pitch this idea of putting a gamer into the driver's seat of driving a real life uh, car. And everybody's like, there's no way this is going to work. Even David Har Arbor says, Joe, who's Jack Salter says, look, man, this is too dangerous. This is not going to work or anything like that. This uh, And basically, if anything happens, he's basically the fall guy with this too. And so he, they wind up doing it. And I have to say, John, uh, matter of fact, Archie Madikwe, I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, but he does, that's the main character. He plays John uh, Marta Barrow. I think that's how you say it. And I just have to say, you can tell that this character is into video games he wants to prove his dad wrong who's played played by desmond on and i just want to say this so every single time when this actor's on screen i'm glued into him because i really love him as an actor the very first i've seen time i've seen him in a movie was actually never back down he played like the dojo guy uh for uh training other kids to be a ufc fighter and i really love him ever since i first seen him in that and every single time whenever i see him just pop up i'm just glued to the screen the whole entire time and basically his own father is also against the fact that he's just a gamer. He's never even driven a race car. He does not know anything about being in a race car or anything like that. He's just a gamer. And he also doesn't, he also thinks that his son's wasting his time by being any, by doing this. So, you know, so what I like about what John does is like, you know what, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show that I can do what I need, what I'm going to do, because I, this is what I'm made for. I can do this. And you also have the whole entire deal with Jack Salter, who's basically um, a former race car driver himself. And he's worried about the fact that they can even do this. I'll pull this off. And he has his own issues as well. And I like the whole entire fact that Jack is actually listening to Black Sabbath. And then you also have John, who's listening to um, Kenny G before racing and i thought it was really neat on how they have the similarities to the point where you actually care about these two the chemistry between them really works it does not fall apart i really this movie has heart this movie is very driven in character uh, the characterization within the characters themselves makes you root for them and then when uh nicholas kappa the basically he's actually one of the villains in this movie is a total douchebag to john 
because he doesn't like the fact that he's been a race car driver all his life. And here comes his gamer invading his tour. And now he's trying to do douchebag things to him to try and get him out of being a race car driver. So I definitely like the fact that I, they give me a lot more to care about with these characters and to make me want to root for John and make me wa want to hate Nicholas Kappa for the things he was doing. Because without that, without us caring about the characters, it's like, okay, it's just, just one dimensional film. I don't really care about anything that's going on over here or anything like that. Why should I even care about these characters? But man, this, this film, I have to say, it was a big surprise for me. It's not one of the best films, but I have to say i had a lot of fun watching and so that's what i was doing as well when i was sick i was watching that movie and then over the weekend my wife and i decided to watch rebel moon and one thing i have to say is this i do not hate Zack snyder or anything like that when it comes down to his films but what i am going to say is this okay when it comes down to Zack snyder's films he puts out a fabulous visuals it's like looking into an art gallery and that's all you get you get great visuals but forget about storytelling forget about where these characters come from forget about background stories or anything like that and it makes me feel like i just don't care about these characters the way i want to care about them i think they should have done a better job in, in my own opinion of breaking down some of these characters and when charlie hunnam's character comes in which is kate hi and everything you know yeah i knew he was going to be in it but at the same time they don't do anything to actually tell us who he is he's over there helping them recruit uh all these people to take the, the all these people to take down this other group of people because they took over uh cora's um farm and everything and you know i just wanted a sense i just wanted a little bit more from that i wanted them to give us a background background on every single character basically even if they go into just mentioning who they are and what they've done or just a little bit of a backstory on everything i think it would have worked out perfectly but just say okay here's cora she's she comes from this uh this other family that they that this farm people adopted and they don't give us any background into who her people actually are they give us flashbacks but they don't tell us exactly who she is or anything up until when things happen when charlie Hunnam does within the movie of rebel Moon. but in case anybody wants to check this out it's about a, when a colony on the edge of the galaxy finds itself threatened by armies of uh, the uh triangle re regnant um they dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take a leap take a stand now another thing too i was thinking that i was going to be getting like a dune vibe mixed with a star wars kind of vibe to it is was going to be like dune meets star wars which is something that i was really excited for this does not even feel like a dune type world it doesn't even feel like it's even a huge world at all it feels like it's small and it doesn't feel like this gigantic universe even whenever they try to recruit these people to try and take down uh to help cora it just feels small and, and anticlimactic it just doesn't work it falls to pieces for me it's do it doesn't really feel as gigantic as i wanted it and that's really bad for me whenever i was really rooting for this film because i like i said i don't have no beef against Zack snyder does a wonderful job telling a story visually when it comes down to his writing ability it falls flat now i like man of steel i thought um the watchman was a really good film uh even army of the dead was good in my um but those are only like three films out of a bunch of other films that I've watched of Zack Snyder's. And oh yeah, and I also liked um, Zack Snyder's uh, Snyder's Cut as well as the of the Justice League. I thought that was a really good film, even though it was like three hours long. I really enjoyed it. But with this, it just falls flat for me. The the whole entire uh, 
like I said, the galaxy doesn't feel as big. Characters you don't really care for. Eh, okay. You know, Kara's doing her thing. She's fighting off these guys. Yeah, she looks like a total badass doing it. And things like that is just, I don't care about these characters like I wanted to. And that's a shame because I really was rooting for this film the way that I was, the way that I was going I mean it. Whenever I was doing this reaction with Rossi, I was excited about it. And then when I watched it, I'm like, eh, okay, I guess I'll watch the second one. Maybe the second one might might, might actually sell me off of the things that happened in the first one. But yeah, it's just not for me. I, I just thought it, I, I wanted to like it, but there's just nothing there. Nothing underneath the surface that makes me want to root for these characters. Nothing that sets this thing apart from anything else that I've seen. And it just looks very generic. Well, guys, um, I don't want to leave you guys off on that sad note, but, you know, that it is what it is. I mean, I just didn't like Rebel Moon. But the other stuff that I mentioned goes to Tiyashima, Holly, uh, Gran Turismo. Check out those things. Those things are the things that I really enjoyed, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you guys can, tell me if you guys liked um, uh, Rebel Moon, or if you didn't like Rebel Moon. Also, same thing with Ghost of Tiyashima, if you are a big gamer. Uh, tell me about that, too. And I want to know, I mean, did you guys like Gran Turismo just like I did? Email me at movielovesunite at gmail.com and tell me about that. And thank you guys so much from the Unfiltered Studios. Thank you so much for um, supporting me over there. Thank you for having my back while I was gone. I'm doing little shows at a time just to build myself back up again to get the ball rolling. I am going to be shooting best movie scenes of all time so i'm going to be doing that uh coming up so be prepared to look for that so always until next time guys bye bye <laughs>